So we're holding by Malachim Aleph, where at Perak Aleph, Pasuk Tezvav, the learning was started as a schos li'ili nishmas yicheskel shraga ben Avram Yehuda, and it should also be a schos li'ili nishmas Rebbe Chiyamachal ben Asher and Chayma Lazar ben Shimshon It should also be a schos for Fur Shleima, for Moshe ben Miriam, Yosef Menach ben Chava, Chayim Moshe Shua ben Malka, and Rezel Chayim Rachav Asplum Rachel. So we learn previously that after Adonio coronates himself to be the Melech, word reaches Nelson. Nelson tells Bathsheba and urges her to go and plead to the king to honor his shvua to her that Shlema would be the melech and that David needs to take action or else Adonio may seize control of the malchus. So Bathsheba goes and approaches the king. Now Pasuk Tezvav. Bathsheba approaches the king in his inner chamber and the Radak learns out from this that it was unannounced that she he was privately in his chamber, no one was allowed to enter except someone as close as his wife Bathsheba. And the, and the Pasuk tells us, the king was exceedingly old and frail and weak. And Avishag was there assisting the king, warming the king, providing the assistance that she was brought to do. We'll see that, the Redak says, when Nasan comes, he's not able to enter unannounced like Bathsheba was, but rather he first has to be announced uh, by the uh, by the servants of the king before he can get into the king's inner chamber. Uh, however, um, Bathsheba, because of her close relationship, was able to sort of barge in unannounced. The Kliyakar adds that Nasan tells Bathsheba specifically to go into the king's inner chamber because he didn't want any prying ears to pick up on the conversation between Bathsheba and David and be able to inform Adonio of what's uh, taking place and so that he can be proactive about it. So therefore, Nasan tells Bathsheba specifically, go go into the king's private chamber, go where no one else can hear your conversation and tell him alone so that no one else can report back to Adonio your conversation. The Marikara adds, why is it necessary for the Pasuk to tell us that David was very old? So we saw last time, we, we saw previously about the Gemara that tells us that Avishag insisted that David marry her, and David refused, and Avishag claimed that David didn't want to marry her, not because he had too many wives, but rather because he couldn't perform. And then the Pasuk tells us that Bathsheba came and was with David 13 times, demonstrating to Avishag that it wasn't a performance issue, but rather it was David's unwillingness to, uh, to, um, to be over the love in the Torah about having too many wives. Um, the uh, Marikara adds another pshat, why it says, to tell you that David had to act immediately. This was urgent matter that David couldn't put aside because David didn't know how much time he had left. And if he wanted Shlomoi to be the next ruler, he had to act immediately. Otherwise, it's possible that in the time it would take for him to uh, figure out a better option or a different way of going about it, in that time he might pass away and then Adonio would have full control over the throne and Shlomo would be on the outside looking in. So, Pasuk Tezayin, Vatikoid Basheva, Basheva bows down, she does Kida, and she also bows down to the king doing Malach. So, the king asks, What is it that concerns you that you're coming to visit me? So, the Kliyakar explains that the Gemara um, says that there are three types of bowing down. The Gemara and Brachus in Daflamidalin Amadeis. The Gemara says, Kida is bowing down on your face, using your thumbs. It was a very hard thing to accomplish. Gemara there talks about how Levi attempted to do it and became lame. So the, the Gemara brings a right from our puzzle because it says here, Vatikoid Bathsheva, and 
apayim. So it says the Bashava bowed down apayim on the face. The word apayim is not mentioned in our Pasuk, but later on in Pasuk Lamed Aleph, after David promises that Shlomo will be the Melech, so Bathsheba there in Pasuk Lamed Aleph, Vatikoi Bathsheba apayim Eretz. So the, there's a, a different type of bowing called Kriya, and a different type of bowing called Ishtachavoya. Like, for example, by Mordechai, it says, with regards to Haman, O Mordechai, lo yichra v'lo yishtachave. So yichra and yishtachave are also two different types of bowing. Kriya is with the knees, uh, on your knees, and Ishtachavoya is stretching out your hands, <coughs> excuse me, stretching out your hands and your feet. And the Raya the Gemara brings is that um, it says, Apasuk, Mikroya uh, al-Birkav, which is also... In say from Malachim later on in Parches, and finally, Hishtachavoya is from Yosef, where it says, Where Yaakov says to Yosef, uh, Will I, your mother and your brothers, come and bow down to you to the ground, showing that Hishtachavoya is on the ground? Now, that means that here, Basheva does two acts of bowing. She does Kido and she does Hishtachavoya. So the Kliyakar says that's what prompts David to say, Malach, what is concerning to you? Because he understands that there must be some tsar that here she's bowing down double. If she's, bow- if she's doing Kida and Hishtachavoya, that means there must be some serious concern that she needs my assistance with, and therefore David says, Malach. So Pasuk Yitzayin, so Vatoymer Loi, so Bathsheba says to David, Adoni, my master, You swore by Hashem, your God, to your maidservant, that Shloimai, your son, meaning your Bathsheba, your son, will be the Melech after me, and he will be the one that sits on my throne. So that Bathsheba now points to the shvua that David made to her that Shlomo would be his successor. The Abarbanel says that even though she was talking to her husband, she addresses David as Adoni, my master, because it was an urgent appeal, it was an urgent plea that she was bringing before him, and therefore she addresses him as Adoni. The, the Abarbanel also adds that Bathsheba had a very strong case because it was based on a shvua, which is something that a Bezdin cannot even nullify when a shvua is made to someone else. In addition, by making a shvua that not only would Shloima be the melech, but that Yeshev al-Kissi, he will be the one to sit on my throne, David was implying that Shloima's malchus would be undisputed. There will be no challenge to the malchus. It will be clear that he is the ruler, and therefore David has to take actions to ensure that Shloimai is uncontested, unchallenged, just like ultimately David's machas became unchallenged, everyone ultimately, except that David is the Melech, that's Yeshev al-Kissi, the same way that my throne is secure, so too will Shloimai be secure. Now, the Malbim explains on Bathsheba's entrance, going back to Pasuk Tezvav and Pasuk Tezayin, that David was confused by her entrance for three reasons. Number one, his w- wives were not accustomed to coming anymore for Tashmish because he was a Zakin Ma'oid, as the Pasuk says. Second of all, Avishag was the one that assisted him, not his wives, so that his wives used to not have any reason to come into his inner chamber, not for Tashmish and not to assist him. And third, the fact that Bathsheba bows down to him when it wasn't a cust- the custom for his wives to bow down at all, that made David aware that there was some urgent matter that she needed, and that's why David asks her, Malach, what is concerning to you?